0: Welcome to the thirty first episode of Beware of Spoilers. I am Adam. Um so I said that I was gonna do the meg on Friday and today is now Monday. And we're gonna do Black Klansmen today and then we're gonna see what we're gonna do for the rest of the week. Um I think ad libbing is an important part of life. Um the ability to see situations change and adapt to them accordingly is, is very important. Uh, which is why things have changed. Um, scheduling conflicts have arisen, um, over the last few days, preventing me from going to see any of the new, new theatrical releases this week. So, we're gonna talk about something coming out on DVD. Which I know we usually reserve for 30 minute reviews, but, uh, this week has a major release. The number four all time box office championship grossing over $2 million, $2 billion uh, this year, Um, and that movie is Avengers Infinity War. Now, when this movie (laughs) came out theatrically uh, back in May and late April, we did not, we were not uh, back from hiatus, so um, there was no episode about that, so um, we're still going to talk about it later this week on uh, 30 Minute Reviews when we return on Thursday with that. But today we're going to do this. Um, so uh, so let's see. Um, what are we going to talk about with this movie? Um, considering it grossed $2 billion, I'm assuming that you probably have already seen it. Uh, especially if you listen to this podcast. I think the, uh, the subset of people who listen to this podcast and people who are not inherently going to go see the Third Avengers movie uh, is very small. Um, But for those of you who are looking for an opinion on whether or not you should buy the movie on DVD, is it worth it? Um, First of all, yes. Um, Let me start with that. I am a big opponent of digital media. I don't like buying uh, movies digitally because of the fact that it's all licensing. And when you buy a digital movie, you buy a license for it. Um, So uh, so therein lies my my big problem with, uh, digital media. Now, um, what, that said, as soon as Infinity War went digital, available on Amazon, I bought it immediately. because um, the movie was that good, I wanted to watch it again, and I wanted to watch it at home, and see if it held up, or if it was just the, uh, the seeing it in theaters that made me like it so much, and let me tell you, because that's the thing i talked about it before, there is, the, uh, the movie theater effect, which can artificially, uh, change the way you view a movie between whether or not it's because it's on a big screen and higher quality than you have at home. That'll boost your, your opinion of it. If it's the, the wow factor of we never thought we would get to this point where it's like, if you told me 10 years ago when Iron Man came out, that, um, there would be a full Avengers team up with the guardians of the galaxy to fight Thanos who then kills half the universe? I would have said that's never going to happen, because um, I wouldn't have believed you. And here we are, ten years later, uh, ten years and twenty movies later, and we have we have this. Um, and uh, I think that that alone is remarkable. Um, but the but on top of all that, the movie still holds up, and I think one of the things that a lot of people. I haven't, I've been trying to avoid watching reviews of things, um, but from what I have seen in reviews, I don't think enough people have brought up the fact that what this movie really has going for it, more so than either the previous Avengers movies, is that if you watch it, it 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 plays like a comic book, um, where every character has a little bit of their own little side like there's the Avengers cast. There's Doctor Strange. There's Spider Man. There's uh, Iron Man. All of these characters who have had uh, who are major characters in here. But then there's also their little side characters. Where you're in, when you're in their solo movies, they have their their own. They have their side characters who are their auxiliary cast. And where the previous Avengers movies really missed was that they made it more about the Avengers and less about the whole world. The the entire supporting like not the entire supporting cast but each character has their own little supporting cast member who's there with them, be it um, Thor having Heimdall and Loki, um, and then you have the Guardians with the Collector and you have um, Ned Leeds makes a small camp makes a small appearance, um, Pepper makes an appearance, um, but like it's, it's about everyone. Everyone has something to put in. And to help in this. It, and and not, not help, but like help the story progress. Everyone has a point here. Um, and, um, yeah. So, uh, and then when the characters are introduced, they, they feel organically introduced into the plot. It's not shoehorned or they're not there for no reason. Everyone feels like they have a reason to be there and a place in the story where it makes sense. So not only did we get this visual spectacular 10 years in the making, but it was good, too. And it was a movie that on paper, with the amount of characters that needs to be moved around, just in the principal cast, between the Avengers, the original six Avengers, plus the new Avengers, Doctor Strange, Black Panther, Spider-Man, um, uh, Scarlet Witch, uh, Vision, um, who else? Uh, War Machine. Well, we'll count War Machine as one of the original six, instead of Hawkeye, who's not in the movie. Um, but then you have all of those, plus the Guardians, Plus Thanos and the Black Order. There's so many things going on that you have. It's remarkable that this movie works as well as it does. Um, so if you haven't bought this movie already um, digitally, and it's going up tonight on Monday, so tomorrow, tomorrow, absolutely go out and buy this movie. Um, because when you buy something, and I'm not saying streaming is bad. Streaming is fine. Just make sure you're paying for what you're streaming. Because when you when you pirate something. Then you're not showcasing it. You're not showing the people who made the movie that you like what they did. Because social media buzz is nice, but I know they already made a lot of money, and I know to say it's a victimless, it's a uh, piracy, not victimless crime is ridiculous. But the thing is, if you need an argument to prevent piracy, I think it's the fact that when you don't pay for something, you're not voting with your wallet, and the uh, the people who make the movie don't see it then. Don't see that you liked it. So if you go out and buy this tomorrow, you're going to show them that this is what you want. Because conversely, when that doesn't happen, then you get Justice League, where they made a shitty movie, and then you get a shitty result. Um, So we'll wrap it up there with Infinity War, because I feel like everyone's already seen that movie at this point, but the movie is fantastic, and it does hold up on home video uh, purchase. So absolutely buy that. And I want to talk a little bit about... um, Star Wars, uh, following Solo's little failure, um, and, uh, I think one of the things that, um, wasn't quite articulated is what my biggest problem was with The Last Jedi is, um, that I think the biggest problem was the Star Wars movies have always had what I call inferred character progression between the movies, um, where each character um and their relationship to each other progresses between the movies and then when you pick up the next time because of the opening crawl there's an indication of a time frame that has passed so you see that things have changed and you can see that the characters have developed in some way and then when they come into the next movie you don't feel uh like it's, you're in the same place now what the problem with the um what's it called the problem with the last jedi is that they do that without actually passing time. Um, and my other problem with The Last Jedi that probably would've fixed the movie a little bit is they should have it, it felt more like seven part two than it did episode eight. Because because of the fact that it picks up right when the previous one left off, um, and by the end of it you now have the entire cast where they should be to move forward with the trilogy. Um, from there, it's not quite uh, cohesive, uh, for lack of a better word. Where it's like you now only have, if you look at it, like you have six. Uh, okay, so three and a half, uh, two and a half times three would be five, five, seven and a half hours. You have seven and a half hours to tell a story. Um, you are now five hours into it, and you are uh, just now everyone's set to move into where they should have been at the end of the first act. And if you look at it like that, where it's like, it's three acts, each pl- each episode's an act, then by the end of the first one, everyone should be ready to move into the next section and ready to go, and give you it pl- gives you plenty of time to develop everything and keep them going. That's how you end up with Empire, which is the best movie out of all of them. And then you have, because you have all the stuff set up in the first one, and the second one can be relatively low-key, the entire movie, where, through the entire time the movie's going on, it's a very slow-paced movie, compared to the rest, where it's like, even if you don't look at Rogue One, creating a greater sense of urgency in um, in A New Hope, this movie pushes a... Um, this movie... Like, there's a lot going on in the beginning, then the middle, all the way up to the third act, is very slow. It's a training montage for... A good amount of the movie for Luke on Dagobah. And then you also have the, uh, the Falcon kind of literally drifting through space about 20 feet away from where they escaped. Because they can't move anywhere. So they're just kind of stuck in space. So they're, they're, they're kind of just stuck there. So you get character moments in these movies now rather than just straight action. So now the first part of the trilogy sets up. We have our big bad for the entire trilogy. We have General... um, Supreme Leader Snoke. Um, then we have his underling, the Darth Vader. To his, um, to his Emperor, we have Kylo Ren. Then we have, um, we have this idea that there are others like Kylo Ren through the Knights of Ren, which is name dropped in the movie but never again referenced. Um, and then we have, uh, so there's, there's there's good seeds, and if we go from there with that, that's fine. Now, if in the first movie. You had Kylo Ren kill Snoke and then take control. He's the new supreme leader. That would have been fine. And I think a lot of the problem with people having that Snoke was killed off that fast is because he was built up too much as being the emperor of the new trilogy without the payoff. And then he gets killed in the second movie. So it's like, why did we bother spending all this time setting him up to be this, uh, this thing we got to deal with when he's not going to be it going forward? Um so there was that problem with it. Then you have uh the the main three cast members of this movie of the new movies are gonna be the, the newcomers. You have Ray, you have Finn, and you have um Af- I, Oscar Isaac's character, Poe. So those three are the, the, the core three of the new movies. Um and then they add Rose in this one. So really there are four. Then you have Chewbacca who's still there, so five. And these five characters don't all meet until the end of the second movie. When they're built to be, these are the ones that are going to be working together. Um, and these are the ones who are going to be, you know... These are the ones who are going to have the chemistry together. They're going to be working, they're going to be trying to save the galaxy together. But they never meet until the end of the second movie. Which, again, if this was just seven part one, it would have... Part two, it would have solved that problem. Because now you have another two movies after it to continue it. Um... So therein lies our next problem with this, is that they and then the uh, uh, the last thing I wanted to address was the fact that it takes out place right where the other one took off uh, left off, which I think was a bad decision because it doesn't give you that chance to be able to explain away it's two years past, five years past, fifteen years past, uh, ten years past, as there was in previous movies. You can't explain away what took so like why is this happening now? It's like, if if they said that Return of the Jedi took place immediately after Empire Strikes Back, then you would have the issue of, um, like, okay, so nothing happened. Like, they go right there. It would have felt weird. But those movies work as a sequel to the previous movie because you have a time skip between them. And that's the other problem with this, is that I think Star Wars is unique in that it's the only franchise where the uh, you can put as much of a time skip as you want and the only time I feel weird is if there's no time skip um, which this movie doesn't quite ha- which this movie ha- has no skip where it goes right from uh, it goes right from the uh, the end of force awakens right to the next one and this movie does try to emulate that sense of uh, them drifting through space with that um, they had an empire. But it doesn't quite work as well. Um, so hopefully... I never thought I would say this. I hope that with J.J. Abrams back in the helm... I hope that they can try and try and get this back together... Going into episode 9. But I don't think it's likely. Uh, the, I feel like this could go down as a worse trilogy... Than um, the original 3. Uh, not the original 3. The, uh, the prequels. Um, because the prequels at a minimum it felt like it met the storytelling conventions of the previous Star Wars movies, and it didn't feel like they were going off off the reservation, for lack of a better word. Um, so I feel like that'd be a, a, better, uh, a better way to do it, would have been to have just honored what we knew worked, instead of saying, we're going to throw everything out and start again. And too much of this movie, which could have been spent developing other things, is spent developing things no one really cares about. Like, the... I, I, I feel like there's a way that 7 and 8 could have been edited into one movie, and it would have been fine. Uh, it would be one, maybe three-hour movie, but you don't need to have it be as long as... You don't need to have five hours devoted to getting us back to square one for uh, to get us into place, to get into an, an actual trilogy. Um, so with that said, um, hopefully Episode nine picks it up. Uh, if you haven't already, get Infinity War tomorrow when it comes out. Um, and, uh, absolutely, uh, it's absolutely going to be worth the money to buy it on at least DVD, if not Blu-ray. Um, so with that said, we'll be back on Wednesday with another new episode with an actual theatrical release on, um, um, on Wednesday. I don't know which movie yet, but we'll be back Wednesday. Uh, so, uh, have a good, uh, rest of the day.